Hello out there. Welcome to your next mission video podcast. We have an exciting show for you today that's focused on the United States Army Recruiting Command, also known as USAREC. The USAREC Command team will tell us how they are working hard to bring quality young men and women into the Army who are motivated, resilient, and fit to win. This is going to be a good one. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to Your Next Mission video podcast, where we tell the stories of those who have served in the past and those who are serving today. From transition to financial wellness, VA benefits to mental health, we cover issues facing veterans, active military, and their families. Now here's your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilly. Hello out there, warriors, past and present, and thank you for your service to our great country. Now, before we get started, I personally want to thank our presenting sponsors, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue Global, and USA for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and family, and I say it every week, we love them too. As I said earlier, we have an exciting show today, focused on the United States Army Recruiting Command, USAREC. And I'm excited to introduce the USAREC command team, Major General Johnny K. Davis, Commanding General, and CSM Shade Monday, Command Sergeant Major. Welcome to the show. Well, hey, first of all, Sergeant Major, it's great to see you, and uh, thanks again. And uh, of course, uh, my, my battle buddy, Command Sergeant Major Shade Monday, uh, we're looking forward to a, uh, a wonderful uh, uh, podcast. Sergeant no, Major. yeah, I, thanks. For I mean, this is going to be a great event. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully we can answer some of those questions, those tough questions out there, and, uh, and you know, let's get started. Let's well, you know, it. first of all, we got to crush it. I understand that's your motivation <laughs> right behind you, so we're, we're going to do right. it. <laughs> but before we get started, can, can each one of you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? And, sir, we'll start with you. Yeah, well, thanks, Sergeant Major. Of course, uh, Major General Johnny Davis. I uh, grew up in, uh, I'm a kid from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, yes, I'm a big cheesehead, and uh, go Pack Go. <laughs> Uh, Milwaukee Brewers and Bucks. I'm I'm totally a big Wisconsinite, and uh, my father was a high school teacher uh, in Milwaukee Riverside High School for almost 40 years. And um, Stacy and I have six children. Our oldest daughter, of note, uh, is currently at uh, Commander General Staff College at Fort Leavenworth, and uh, she she's loving the Army Field Artillery Officer. Oh well, well congratulations! Are you going to get all your all your kids that come into our military? Is well, that- our second daughter joined the Marines, but I think uh, we have three that are considering it, but I think the one in high school, she's considering, uh, she's our soccer player. She's thinking about the service academy, but I don't want to get ahead of her right now. Uh, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to convince her. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you make them wear uniforms every day? Never mind, I got it. Sorry, Major no, Money. No. <laughs> Sorry, Major Money. How about yourself? Tell the honest a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks again. You know for this, right? You know, so I'm a, a born out there in Seattle, Washington. So I'm a Seahawks fan, a Mariners fan, was a Sonics fan, but they got rid of that team. But I actually enlisted um, from a small town, Morristown, South Dakota. Third generation military, married with four kids. You know, the one piece of me, I don't have, none of my parents were, were educators, but the person who actually convinced me to join the military was my high school English teacher mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Corey Quick. He was in the National Guard and he convinced me, and, and the rest is history. 
Well, I, I appreciate it. You know, I, I don't know if you guys know this or not. Anytime that I get to talk to recruiting command or anybody in the military, I'm just so motivated. I've been hovered in my chair all doggone day. And, and I've seen your chairs before you guys come in. It has Army on the back. Send me one. I'll put it right here. I love that chair. <laughs> I'll put it in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> hey, sir, let's, let's, let's start talking about the history of recruiting command. Can you tell us about, about the history? Yeah, uh, absolutely, Sergeant Major. So uh, United States Army Recruiting Command was actually established in 1964, but where it really came to uh, what you and I know is when we went to the all-volunteer force in July 1973. So this year, of course, celebrating 50 years of the all-volunteer force, and that's so very important. It sends a message that every, you know, uh, soldier out there, you know, volunteer to raise their right hand and serve this great nation. And so right now, in terms of United States Army Recruiting Command, we've got about 9,000 recruiters all over the world. And every zip code, as you know, Sergeant Major, I have recruiters overseas in, in Guam, Hawaii, Korea, every state, every city. And uh, let's go back across the Atlantic. I got recruiters in, <laughs> in Germany, Italy. Uh, so when I want to talk to recruiters, it's uh, I'm talking across all time zones uh, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Major, you want to add anything to that? You know, you know, across the world, as the CG said, but you know, we have some of the most talented NCOs that ever worked worked with, and and I will tell you, they're making a difference each and every day out there. You know, communicating from you know my little small town in South Dakota to Milwaukee, Wisconsin <laughs> to Germany, you name it, they are they're out there getting after it and making a difference, and really, you know. Um, finding the next generation of leaders to take our place and ultimately, you know, drive the drive the army into the future. You, you know, it, 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 yeah, go ahead, because that's that's a great point. Sergeant Major hit on something very important. When we think about our wonderful recruiters, let me just give you an idea. And I know you know this, Sergeant Major, but for the audience, let me share. When you think about a United States Army recruiter, uh, most likely that will probably be a, a young sergeant. This will be their second duty station. They've probably been in the Army about four years. We certainly uh, uh, spend time and train them. But think about a 23 or 24-year-old sergeant uh, who left Fort Bragg or, or Fort Campbell uh, serving their first tour, was promoted, and now is sitting in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, you know, actually recruiting for our, our Army right now. Yeah. So that's what I really wanted to, to share with the audience. Well, one of the things, too, I always tell everybody, everybody's a recruiter in the Army. Uh, and all that, and all, and the people that are veterans that are listening to your show, guess what? You're recruiters too for our great army. Uh, just because you're out of the service and you're working a job or doing whatever, you should be recruiting every day. And I'm going to talk about that. I've I put probably at least six or seven people in the military since I've been retired, but I'm still pushing there a little bit. Hey, hey, sir. Well, I mean, I, you can. I tell people all the time, you can take me out of the army, take my uniform off, but I, I'm going to be a soldier till the day I die. And I. Uh, I'm absolutely going to do all I can to help the Army uh, forever and ever and ever. It, you know, it's calling knowledge that recruiting is, a, you know, it's a tough environment. And we've missed yeah. our goal for the, the last two years, which is unfortunate. I know how tough that is. What are some of the challenges and, and what are you doing about those challenges? Yeah, thanks, Sergeant Major. And uh, first and foremost, let me let me back up. I think there is a, uh, and, and the veterans, I know they're out there listening. I think there's an awareness uh, issue uh, with our young uh, population, let me let me try to provide context. Uh, and I've went out there and I've spoken to you know thousands of uh, you know influencers, veterans, 
you know, principals, students, uh, and all over the country. And one of the things that I think that we are, uh, it's most challenging is when we went through COVID, the whole nation and the whole world went through that. Yeah. And we didn't have uh, recruiters in our high schools for almost two and a half years in many of the places. So when you think about 14,000 plus high schools without those recruiters, I remember as a high school student when the recruiter uh, came to visit my high school in the, in, the, uh, in the 80s. And just think about that impact over two years. That's an entire generation. And that's the feedback I'm getting. Of course, we're still focused 100% quality over quantity and and we're doing a lot we're we're investing in the future soldier prep course we could probably talk about that one a little later on uh i'm focused on training uh our our recruiters to let them understand the environment because the way we train today is different than the way we trained five years ago mm -hmm. the environment is so different and so what we're trying to do is help the recruiters understand about this this related and awareness gap well, with this, this young population. And, you know, also I'm training not only our station commanders, our company commanders and first sergeants, everyone needs to understand uh, what the, the current environment is and how we can, you know, connect with that. And, and I'll tell you, Sergeant Major, the thing that's driving my train each and every day is I listen to the, the, the feedback from these recruiters from the veterans and from the influencers. And that's what's helping me drive change uh, to, re again, re link our wonderful men and women and the United States Army Recruiting Command with the uh, the public. I'll tell you another area that uh, I, I think is the declining veteran population. So when I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, my grandfather was truly the influence, a World War II vet. Uh, and I spent a lot of time with him as a young child in uh, in his garden but one thing i want to share with you is that every homeowner on our street palmer street and the north side of milwaukee uh 15 homes on each side was either a world war ii or korea vet and that's what brought them all together i don't think that is as prevalent nowadays you know 50 uh 50 years later yeah. so that is something that i wanted to share with you uh, and I think all of these things together has has compounded the, the recruiting environment. And it's just not the Army. Every service is being impacted by this at, at this time. But your question is right on. So I made you anything? No, I'm, uh, you, you hit it right on, sir. I mean, you, you did. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I, one of the things that really bothers me, to tell you the truth, is that I'm not going to lie to you anyway, but one of the truth to tell you the truth is the fact that there's so many people out there talking about the military that don't know anything about the military. And, and you hear a lot of people, you know, either on news or comments or whatever. And, and I got to tell you, I tell people all the time that the, the military, the Army, changed my life. It made mm -hmm. me who I am today. And it really, I was blessed to, to serve in the military. I mean, when you hear about all these different things, I, and the people that are listening, I want you to know that what you hear in the papers, what you hear on the news sometimes is, is sometimes a crock of baloney. Uh, you got to really figure it out. I wish if I was king for a day... That we had a that we had a television station that came on once a day nationally that talked about the military, and says, "Hey, guys, let me tell you that truth because we're you know we think you know we're a big army or a big service and all that stuff. The fact that matters, we're just a blip. You know, there's there's three hundred what thirty million plus in our country, and and not too many people now really understand the military. So I think." We, and I know you're trying real hard, we need to do a, a better job nationally 
uh, not just recruiting family in the Army, really probably our politicians, to sort of educate people about the military. One last thing before I get off there, because this is a tough subject. Again, the Army has changed so many lives. If you talk to somebody that's came into the Army, uh, wherever they came from, I came from Washington State too, Sergeant Major, but, but uh, from Vancouver though, but, but if you talk to anybody that's came in the Army and they get out, what is the one thing they always say? The Army was the best decision I ever made and it changed my life. You know, it's it's really it's a shame that we don't uh, we don't get more stuff out there uh, to talk more about all the good things that are going on. Hey, Sergeant Major, I know the general just said that. Well, you got over nine thousand recruiters at four hundred different locations uh, globally. You know, that's a that's a big job. How do you you know how do you get around all those places? How do you talk to all those people? Yes, so so over fifteen hundred locations. You know, throughout as as the CG said. You know, I've been on the road, been in the positions almost six months now, you know, about 28 stations, about 12 different battalions, but that's spread across the whole United States. I've hit some of the West Coast up there in Seattle area. I was up in that battalion, New York City, down in Miami, Florida, um, you name it. I need to hit the California real quick, pretty soon. Uh, but really what we get after is, you know, we do um, monthly town halls. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of our communication comes to what we're using right here is technology. Uh, because there is no way to bring everyone back home every day like a, tr a tr uh, traditional division. So we have to be creative in how we get a hold of people and how we really communicate. One of the big things that we're trying to flatten communication, the CG sends out a, a weekly use to rec all. It's from his talking points, and I'm included with some of the other staff, and we send it out every Friday. The down, I mean, think about it, almost 12,000 people get this email from the CG and I um, just to try to flatten communication because we're geographically dispersed and it does make it a challenge. Um, we also, one of the big things is we have our own, you know, uh, recruiting, um, Army Recruiting College here. Him and I go out there, we talk our points, we talk about initiatives, we talk all that thing. And then we also included the first week of the course, which was new, was a people week. Bringing in the families yeah. to really talk about, you're gonna be in some of these locations that are, are pretty challenging. You know, the the rent in New York City can be astronomical. I mean, you, yes. you, could, you could mess around if you didn't know the area. And pay you know ten thousand a month, uh, hands down, or, or the deposit it's going to take to to get a house. So a lot of that is there's other things, of course, in, in my in my world realm, NCOPDs. I conducted my first NCOPD yesterday with about ninety um, um, SAR majors, command SAR majors, and and SAR majors, because I believe you know everyone demands two things: leader development mm -hmm. and better communication. Which communication gets after predictability. So I think if, if I provide that and continue to provide that it's going to flatten some of the communication um, throughout the command, just, you know, across the 1,500 locations and, you know, globally. What do, what do you hear when you have these uh, these town hall meetings or you get your sergeant major? What do you hear from them? Um, what's the, either from the families or the sergeant major or the officers, what's the feedback you get in them about recruiting or, or issues that they have out there? Yeah, so that's a good one. So the issues can really range on location. Yeah. Um, the, the issue in New York is a different uh, location than Iowa, per se. I will tell you a lot has to do with um, healthcare at times. You know, it's challenging. Tricare isn't always accepted at every different location. So we're always working on that. Mm -hmm. um, BAH is a big one. And that is a the cost of the housing out there right now. As inflation goes up, our soldiers are always trying to stay up. And, and of course, we're getting pay raises. We're getting, you know, our BAH is going up. But it, it is definitely a challenge. Is one of the main things from the families and, and the NCOs. Then, of course, we get questions about recruiting. Uh, waivers and things like that. Sir, anything? No, that that's a great, uh, first of all, great question, Sergeant Major. Quality of life is uh, one of the major points that are brought up. And what's interesting is when you think that the cost of living is high in some cities, like New York is absolutely high, uh, Miami's high, 
but you you'd be surprised that we have places in the United States, let's say in Montana, that are higher in terms of cost of living because it's just a shortage of, yeah. of housing. Yeah. And so uh, it's very interesting when you look at the dynamics of uh, and the uh, the problems. Sergeant Major hit it around the head. The problems uh, currently in New York City are going to be different than than Minnesota or maybe different than a recruiter down in Key West, Florida. Just think about the myriad of different uh, local uh, issues, but bottom line, quality of life, uh, health access to uh, health care are the, the top one and two. It's almost like the weather, right? As the weather is different throughout the, throughout the United States, I mean, we monitor the weather all the time yeah, right. because of impacts of a hurricane here, a fire over here. It, it's just challenging. Everything has to do with location. I think you hit it on the head when you talked about economy. I, I mean, the economy, I, you know, I've got... Uh, I don't have as many kids as you. I have two kids, but now I have four and one on the way. Five, great, great grandkids. All right, so I'm, uh, you know, it'll be. Uh, well, it looks like it's going to be uh, four boys and one girl. So I'm excited. But I'm, but I'm going to get them to enlist in the military. That's my goal. <laughs> at least, at least, at least a couple of them. So hey, we're I, hiring. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's too bad that uh, there's an age limit because I'd probably go back in, but I probably couldn't do much anymore though. Hey, look, first of all, sir, I want to tell you something. You guys have got me so pumped up. And for the people who listen, the gentleman and sergeant major always use this, I guess, the word crush it. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited about talking to you guys. Hey, uh, you guys, I recently uh, had the honor to go to Fort Jackson and, and talk to, you know, talk to the graduation there. But one of the things I, I seen when I was there was future soldiers prep course. And I like to talk about that before uh, we do anything else. But... There's one thing I got to do. We got to take a quick break. So don't you guys, don't go anywhere. I'll start crying if you go anywhere. Stay there. I want to come back and talk to you some more. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> We're talking with Major General Johnny Davis, Commanding General and CSM Shade Monday, Command Sergeant Major at the United States Army Recruiting Command. And you're watching your next mission video podcast with me, your host, Jack L. Tilly. See, I'm already pumped up. 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. And don't forget, if you joined this, this guy, if you're not, there's something wrong with you. Click on that subscribe button and also click on the bell next to the subscribe button. Receive notifications of all our upcoming video podcasts. Sir, let's talk about future prep course. Uh, could you tell me just a little bit about that? Well, first, I got to tell you something. One of the soldiers I enlisted, I, I shouldn't say I enlisted. I have Sergeant Major uh, Steve Monday uh, that works in my small company there that, uh, and a couple other, Tory Vap and uh, Billy Riggs. But uh, my neighbor came by and says, hey, look, my son wants to go into military. And I said, okay, I'm in. I'll, I'll help you out. He said, well, we went, I'm going to tell you where, but he went somewhere and, and he's not getting the information. I said, okay. So I called Sergeant Major Monday and said, hey, would you take care of this? And, and, uh, and so uh, he, he, he got him on the phone and really called the recruiting state. Ten minutes later, they're on the phone. Got this. So the, the guy's going into service. Well, it turns out he's a little bit overweight. Uh, and so his dad called me, says, and we went through a bunch of issues there and we got it all worked out. But when he got to Fort Jackson, he went to the uh, future soldier prep course uh, to lose weight. And, and I, I'd say, guess how much he, he lost, but I'm going to tell you, he lost 70 pounds. Uh, and when I was up there talking to him, uh, they, I, I think the number they gave me was, was two pounds a day or 2.5 pounds a day which is incredible. And the other question I asked him, I, I'm taking your thunder. The other question I have, I said, how many people quit? He said, nobody. And so I just think that's a wonderful course. And, and, and of course, I want you to talk about it, but that's a wonderful course. Yeah. We're doing a great job with that. 
Sorry, Major. I'm, uh, this is exciting, and I'm going to tell you about this, and I love it uh, because this is our nation investing in those who would not otherwise uh, be able to, uh, uh, to to join the United States Army, both from an academic and a physical perspective. But where are we at nowadays? And I can explain to you, 10,000 plus graduates, 95% graduation rate. Not only are they excelling, so let me give you an idea. So if you come in from an academic perspective, you know, I mean, you're, you're qualified, but when we, we, we uh, sit you down in a structured environment, uh, we do you know PT, we do classes. The classes are not taught by uh, soldiers. We're not trying to uh, you know, uh, train them on the test. We bring in an outside entity to begin uh, giving them classes on math, English, you know, sentence structure, just a simple classes. So when you combine that and, you know, uh, the, the, you know, three uh, uh, meals a day plus PT, what we're seeing is between each of the academic, a 18 to 20 point increase on the ASVAB test within two weeks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's transformational. Yeah. And so from the physical perspective, we're seeing uh, the same thing uh, in terms of you, you touched on it, the, the body fat, but bottom line, they're losing an average of 1.7% body fat each week. Oh, wow. This is wow. transformational. Yeah, yeah. And this is investing in them. And I visited uh, uh, multiple times just sitting down with these, uh, these future soldiers, these soldiers is just all inspiring because they are going to lead us. Each and every one of them will lead us into the future. And I, you know, you can just feel the energy and the gratefulness that we invested in them. And uh, and they're, I think they're gonna come back and pay it forward for this entire nation. So I made you anything? No, I, you know, the one thing I think you can never forget, we're not lowering standards at all. I mean, we are not, and yeah, I know we all talked, the CG talked about, I know you talked about SMA, right? It's, it's quality over quantity, right? This is a great program um, to just, you know, in a controlled environment, I mean, I even say if I was there in a controlled environment for, for you know, 90 days, I'd probably get in more shape, probably lose some weight, and I'd probably eat healthier. Um, but that controlled environment and those drill sergeants out there are, are doing amazing things to, to get these, these future soldiers across the line, right? I mean, we got two battalions down there that are just mm -hmm. training, you know, instead of doing basic training, they're actually running the future soldier prep course. And they are, they're the ones that are actually making the difference out there. So kudos to those drill sergeants out there. That are that are that are changing lives um, every day, and to those soldiers who want to improve themselves. That's so very important. They they're there. They want to uh, to do better, and they are just crushing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> you made me think of a, a couple of things. What a light bulb just went off. You know, if you took that course off post, you could probably make some additional money to put back into the army pocket. You know, helping some <laughs> of the civilians there a little bit. But the other thing is that. Uh, you know, uh, years ago, they had, I don't know if you remember this, McNamara's 100,000 during Vietnam. They brought in a, a lot of people in the military that had, uh, you know, like a fourth grade education or, or whatever. And, and a lot of those people stayed in the military, ended up getting their high school diploma, college degree and everything else, and ended up going all the way through the military. And I, I knew some of those guys. But uh, the Army, the pe again, the people that are listening, the Army changes your life and it makes you a better citizen. Uh, uh, no matter where you go, and I, I, yesterday I was talking to someone. I said, you know, if if we went out and we started looking, 
How many people in our country are, 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 that came out of the military are mayors, governors, leaders within their community? That's what we're building. We're building future leaders for our country. You know, so again, don't, don't listen to... Uh, don't listen to a lot of stuff that you hear. You, you know, you got to walk in my boots to really understand what it's really like. And a lot of people that uh, judge uh, things sometimes don't know what the heck they're talking about. I asked Sergeant, Sergeant Major about this a few minutes ago. We sort of battled the numbers around. You may know the number. When I was on active duty, uh, we had to uh, recruit or retain somewhere around 120000 a year. I don't know if that number, I don't know if you know what the retention numbers are, sir, but but I, th that's a big number. That's I used to say 170 or 175. That's more bigger than Marine Corps. It, do you know what the actual number is, or have an idea what that number is for retention? I, I think our retention is uh, is some of the best. Uh, I don't know the exact number, Sergeant Major, but based on our uh, retention is at the at the highest level in years. So those who are are stepping forward to serve our Army are staying in. And you know what I love about this, Sergeant Major, is that. You know, I look at us. I'm a kid from the north side of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that needed a way to pay for school. The Army invested in me. Never imagined I would still be in over 33 years later, 60 years between the both of us from South Dakota. And then here we are in the positions that we are. I look back on that and I go, only in this wonderful nation can that happen. Yeah, you, you know something now, you shouldn't have told me, you shouldn't have gave me a year, because I say, I had 36, and I say everybody behind me has got 33 or 32 year quitters, so you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get to my number. Hey, the other thing I'm gonna ask you this before we take a quick break here. Uh, I remember in a previous life that we talked about allowing uh, Recruiting Command to get into schools. Uh, and that still is a struggle for uh, Recruiting Command, I'm sure it is. I don't understand why they don't let us get at least talk about it. Is it still a problem? Absolutely, Sergeant Major. Thanks for, uh, for that's a great question. You know, post uh, uh, COVID and of course our uh, our recruiters not being in the high schools for over two years, what we found out is it's a uh, it's a heavy lift to get back into the high schools and connect with the uh, with all of the principals and the, the district, the school districts. Uh, but we have really addressed this over the last uh, year and we've come a very long way and what what i what i mean about access is really meaningful access having access to schools is important but what i love a recruiter uh to have is the ability to speak with the students while they're in you know between breaks or uh, where you can get a, a couple of classes together that's that's very important to me instead of let's say setting up a table in a cafeteria on a friday afternoon so that's what I think meaningful access means uh, for me and what I'm trying to uh, help our recruiters see and access uh, these uh, these great students out there. Sorry, Major, I miss anything? No, I think I think if there's one takeaway, it's just meaningful access. We have access, but we need some meaningful access to yeah. really get that quality time with those those um, them, them schools. Quality time with the parents, too. Is the parents, when you get the access, do you get a chance to talk to their parents when you get on those schools? Yeah, sorry, Major, that's a great... Uh, Yes, absolutely. The, the key is, is access, but where I think our recruiters uh, do very well is actually speaking with the influencers. That's not only, that's the veterans in the local area, the parents, the you name it, Sergeant Major, the recruiters are more, we're not just focused on the high school market, we're focused on the, the entire labor market and our, our parents and the veterans. Yeah, I guess when you get back into school, and you talked about a little, you're making me think of things you're talking about here, but but you get a lot of the, you talked about already about the a lot of businesses, small businesses, 
uh, just the people, veteran-owned companies that just sort of reach yes. out to you and say, hey, can I help you out in any way? Do, do they, I mean, do, is there a lot of small companies, veteran-owned companies that reach out and say, uh, you know, we're here for you, trying to help you a little bit? Yeah, so that's another great question. Absolutely. And what I love is that they're not only helping out, they're, they're taking the time to visit uh, some of our recruiting you know, stations and asking uh, to have them, you know, uh, be part of the recruiting effort. And so I have uh, I have instances all over the United States where the the veterans or teachers or parents are asking to help the uh, the the recruiters and then they accompany them uh, to certain events. Uh, and that's to, having the ability to not only have the recruiter tell the story, but seeing a veteran tell their story is so powerful. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is, is explain it to the family. Uh, about what really goes into the military. I mean, you can get a guy like me, and I'll go out and talk to people about uh, serving in the military, but if you can get a family member to understand. See, I tried to get my two granddaughters that come into the military, and both of them say they wouldn't look good in BDUs, right? So I said, okay, all right. So then they're having kids now, and I said, okay, I'm going to start getting them little BDUs to wear to school and stuff like that. But I got to tell you something. My uh, oldest grandchild... Uh, made a little commercial. His his name's Ethan, smart little boy, had an army shirt on and and, and had like a little commercial. I, and I didn't give him the idea, but he was it was really uh it really sort of neat. Hey, look here, sir. I, and, and the people for listening, if if you're thinking about going to the military and you maybe got some question about the go to a recruiting station, sit down with a veteran. I sit down with somebody and let them really tell you the ground truth about what the military is actually about. Uh, you know, that's it's it. Again, I keep saying this, but I've I got to say this because it's so important. It changed my life. You know, I, I'm not bragging, but I've one time owned three companies. I don't have a bill. Uh, life's good for me. I'm able to help. My, I'm trying to help as many people as I can. And you can do the same thing. This is our country. And we got to make sure that we take care of our country. And I tell you what, sir, we're going to crush it. We're going to crush That's it. Right. Every time we get a chance, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> We got a lot more to talk about, so don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're watch you're watching Your Next Mission video podcast. You're watching Your Next Mission video podcast, proudly presented by Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global you're ready for a comeback, and with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. USAA. Oh. A promise is a trust not to be broken. Whether spoken with an oath or sealed with a pinky. And after 100 years, we're still taking care of the military community and their families. That's our mission, always. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilly. Welcome back. We're blessed to be here today with the Recruiting Command. The really Recruiting Command, uh, Command Team, Major General Johnny Davis, Command General, and CSM Shade Monday, Command Sergeant Major. And I want all of our viewers to reach out to them directly. Tell us about your transition. Tell us about what you, you know, tell us about what you want to talk about. Uh, we talk about anything you want to talk about in the show. This is your show. Tell us what topics you want us to cover. 
You can call or text me at 844-424-1134 and I'll actually reach back out to you. We're all part of a family. We're going to help each other. Or send me an email at smatilly at yournextmission.org. Sir, Sergeant Major, you know, this is going to kill me. We're heading into our final segment with you, Dan. I hope you've enjoyed it just as much as I have. I just have a, a couple more questions, but we're going to continue to crush it now. We're not going to back <laughs> off here a bit. I love it. Love Recently, it. we had uh, Major General Huffman, I guess, and, mm -hmm. and Major Rubin with us from the Army Enterprise Marketing Office, and they showed us, uh, really, they didn't show us, they was talking about the Army's Be All You Can Be campaign. How do, you, how, do you, how do you interact with that office? I mean, do you, do you do a lot of stuff in the Army market? I'm sure you do. Yes, absolutely. And let me tell you why that's important. So just yesterday, I just had a Teams call. I love technology today. So I can, you know, you can speak with anybody across the world on a moment's notice and uh, had a great uh, Teams call with the new commanding general, uh, Brigadier General uh, Tony uh, Gantt. She's wonderful. Uh, she's an engineer, and she's bringing a, a you know wealth of experience. And, and what I love the most, she did two years as a recruiter. So <laughs> now we have the right talent in the right job. And why do I say that? When you think about the Be All You Can Be campaign, think about it as really the national level. And but below that, you have what we our brigades are doing is really regional marketing and advertising. And then at the recruiter level, it's local. So you want to make sure all of this is synchronized and that everything to it from, from commercials, from you know what we put on the local billboards, everything has to nest together to, so that we can have one campaign to share our Army message. And so do we get together a lot? Yes. And we are lockstep with the first step you know, uh, series of uh, Be All You Can Be commercials. I really like them. I like the uh, you know the first step uh, with the initial scene uh, loading the bus heading off to the basic training. I love the uh, the tank uh, scene. I mean they are just right now. When I watch them, I just want to grab a flag and, and join the army again <laughs> and reenlist indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's what we are. That's what's what's happening right now between both uh, organizations. Yeah, Sergeant Major, you want to add anything to that? Well, I think, you know, it's the be all you can be, right? That's That was the slogan out there when I joined the military, right? The CG and I were talking about that. Uh, it just it just resonates. Obviously, with us, it resonates a lot, right? It, it, it We're still working on, you know, younger generation, but those videos that they produced are really getting after, you know, when they get on the bus and, you know, cadence in the background, you know, for me, it takes me back to that that time back in Fort Leonard with Missouri. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's it's. The brand did not. We did not release the brand because of the crisis. I will tell you, right? That is not why we had the brand come out. The brand was always gonna. We were always rebranding. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I think some people thought we 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 brought the be all you could be back because of the, the crisis of recruiting. That was never the case. Uh, but I think the other piece of this be all you can be is 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 telling you know the, the our, our our younger generation of the possibilities mm -hmm. that are in the service or you know especially in the army right now. Obviously, being in the use of reg, we're recruiting for the army, not not all the services. But it's so many possibilities out there that you can serve with all the different MOSs. I mean, I mean, gee, I mean, you could go from anything from a cook to an infantryman to a tank to an engineer like myself. Uh, but the possibilities are are, uh, are endless out there. Yeah, and this, you, and this and this be all you can be is all about it. Well, I mean, when you think about, I mean, it's really pretty simple. You say be all you can be. I mean, if you're a like again, I. Shit, I, it's our show, but I'm going to talk about me. But it's like me, a, a kid that didn't have much. Uh, you know, I remember 
when I was in school, you people are listening, I was a poor kid, used to flip quarters to try to get lunch money. Uh, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's sort of funny now as you get a little bit older, but when you're a young kid, it's, and there's a lot of young kids out there that, that struggle a little bit, that, that need a little help, that need a little guidance, that need a little mentorship. And, and, and I guarantee you, I mean, a light bulb went on when I went in the military. I went in basic AIT, jump school. Of course, I went to war. Uh, but, it, but it changed me. It changed the way I looked at things. It changed the way I just thought about things. It opened my eyes up. You see, most people in this country have what I call tunnel vision. They just see from their little spot, and they're just looking at this lane. When you go into the Army, your eyes open up, and you see so many different things, and you meet so many incredible people, and you have so, much, so many incredible leaders uh, that you run into while you're in the military. I see Sergeant Major, you're going to say something there. but well, I think one of the biggest, it's a great stepping stone, right? The military can propel you into the future, like your career, our career. Yeah. We just need some direction. We all came from different backgrounds, uh, but it is a stepping stone for the future. And I, and, and I mm -hmm. truly believe in be all you can be. It's, it's simple words, but if you think about it, it's just be all you can be. It, it is. It, you're really right. You're saying, hey, you know, sir, we have been crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I've been, you know, I, I tell you, I, 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 I'm hovering. I'm not joking about that. I'm so excited to get you guys on this morning. I'm just, I'm just running and moving and quick and stuff. But, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, we, we joke about that. But the Army uh, allows you to crush it. The Army allows you to be, be all you can be. The Army allows you to, uh, to do anything. I mean, nothing. The only thing that ever holds you back in life is you. You know, don't let people say you can't. Somebody asked me one time, he says, uh, you know, what can you do? Is there anything you can't do? There's nothing I can't do if I want to do it. Uh, there's nothing I can't do. I, I mean, uh, there's probably things I don't want to do, but there's nothing I can't do if I want to do it. Hey, let me tell you something. I, I want to just tell you how proud I am uh, from this old veteran uh, to you guys about what you're doing and, and uh, I still offer you advice. Uh, some, uh, I'm always going to be here for you. Uh, no matter, you know, if you need some help from this old guy, I'm certainly going to help you as much as I, as much as I can, that's for sure. And, uh, and just keep up the fight. Keep doing what you're doing. Never stop. W one of the best, uh, some of the best advice I ever got was uh, from a guy uh, uh, named John Stevens. He was a Fort Knox Sergeant Major down there. He called me one day when I got to be a Sergeant Major. He said, can I give you some advice? And I said, sure. He says, first thing is don't change who you are. And I said, don't you guys change who you are. And, and the other thing is, he says, 50% uh, of the people like you and 50% of the people don't. So when, you make a so when you make a decision, make a decision based on what's good for the Army. And that's the same with you guys. It's not about you. It's about our Army. I always say our. You know, it, you, you, know you guys at Recruiting Command, on, uh, you were talking about a few minutes ago, it's about, you know, what are you doing? No, no, not what are you doing. What are we doing? What are we doing as a family to make, uh, you know, make our recruiting mission? Hey, again... I could probably go on for hours talking to you guys, and, and I just I just love what you're doing, and, and uh, I want to be a, a part of it if I can anyway. Any final thoughts, anything we missed that you want to share with the audience? Uh, we, we already talked about crushing, sir, so you, you can talk about yeah. that again. And you got to give me a big hooah before we leave, but go ahead. Any final I'll thoughts? I'll give you a big hooah, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, uh, Sergeant Major, I want to thank you uh, for your service and what and all of the listeners out there, thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for your service. We are you and you are us. Absolutely. And we, we are all uh, in this together. Uh, and, and I think, and what I want to share with you, Sergeant Major is, you know, we're going to crush it. 
because this next generation that's going to lead us to the future, I feel great about. I see them. I, you know, I've, I've done PT with them. I'm excited. Uh, but more importantly, I think back on all of the, the years and those that investment by you and our Army and me. Uh, I know this week uh, I spoke at a, uh, you know, 9-11 event. And, you know, when I really, uh, that was a very uh, important day for me, uh, Sergeant Major, as you know, uh, I remember that day very well. I was a young company commander in the old guard. Yeah. And you remember our yeah. actions uh, after that. We marched, we put up our ceremonial uniforms, and we marched down from Fort Myer uh, down to the uh, the Pentagon. And uh, we were there for the next three weeks, helping, doing all we can. And I remember all those soldiers. I remember leaders coming to visit us. And I was just, you know, young, young captain. And that was a very, a very important day. But I looked at those soldiers around me, and that's who we are. We are now leading our army. And this next generation will lead our army. And that's why I'm so proud. Uh, and thanks for bringing us on so I can share that. So, Major. Hey, you know, first of all, SMA, thanks. Um, you know, like I said before, the Army is, is a stepping stone and it provides so many possibilities to so many to the great men and women out there. But the one thing we didn't talk about that I'd like to real quick is for our active duty folks out there, right? The soldier referral, mm. right? We always talk about, how, I get calls all the time. General Davis says, how can we help? How we can help? Of course, tell your story as veterans, as someone serving, mm. tell your story to, to the next generation. But for the active duty folks out there, you know, the soldier referral program, I mean, you can get promoted, you can earn promotion points, you can earn a ribbon. It's the one way that we truly believe if, you know, because it is a family business, it is people that you know, as you, you talk about your, your your grandkids and everything, you know, if you were still serving, you can put them in for referral, then we would give you a medal or a ribbon, <laughs> I would say not a medal, but a ribbon. But I think it's one of those things. And as the CG always says, we're always recruiting. So anyone that's listening, all your subscribers, all your listeners out there, if you need to get a hold of somebody, call me. I mean, I'll be honest. I won't put my phone number out there, but you can find me on social media. Let me know. <laughs> I will take the referral, and I will do the referral for the active duty folks. But uh, thanks, SMA, and thanks to the team out there. Uh, we appreciate your time, you know, giving, giving us some time to tell our story yeah. and, you know, tell the Army story to your to your podcast. Here's what you got to do now. Make, make sure you come back. We want to get you on at least once a year to talk about the Army, about uh, what they're doing. We, you, you always got an open invitation, and we want to help you as much as you can. And if you got any information that you want to put out there that we can help you with, uh, I have a pretty active social media uh, campaign going, too. I think we got... I don't know, 12,000 people just on LinkedIn, maybe five or 6,000 on Facebook. So we're we're trying to build it up to about 30,000. And, and uh, guess what? I could be an influencer on there pretty quick, too, which is sort of a funny thing, being an old guy. But uh, that's not good. Again, God bless you. Crush it. Now, you was going to give me a hua, sir. I say one, two, three, and you guys give me a hua? Yeah, absolutely. All right, one, two, three. Hua. Oh, that's weak. <laughs> <laughs> let's try one. Let's let's just let, come on. Let's get real loud and tell. I'm gonna help you out this time. Hope, hope David don't get mad at me with the sound guy. All right, here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Major General Johnny Davis and CSM Shade Money for for being with us today. I'm Jack Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. You've been watching your next mission video podcast. And thank you for, for watching today. Please visit our website at yournextmission.org and, and leave me a review. I always say, I hope it's a good review, but remember 50% like me and 50% probably don't. But so send me a, send me a review. 
You can also visit our nonprofit and corporate partners where you can see all the jobs and services that are available that will assist you in your transition from the military. Please know we want to assist you any way we can. Just like recruiting compliant, please know we, we collectively, we're all a part of a team. We want to assist you any way we can. You can follow me on all my personal social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Rumble. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this discussion with Major General Davis and Sergeant Major Monday, please like us. Click on that subscribe button below. Also, click on the bell next to the subscribe button just to uh, see, see all the re released uh, notifications of our upcoming video podcasts. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. Leave me a message or send me a text at 844-424-1134 or send me an email at smataily at yournextmission.org. Thanks again to Major General Davis and, and CSM Monday for, for joining us today. I mean, they're busy and they've got a lot of stuff going on, but they took the time because they know how important it is for us to, to talk about recruiting. Again, it was just, just great having them on the show. This is our country. And we need to make sure that we defend our country. We have the best people and brightest people in our great army. And just like Major General Davis and Sergeant Major Monday, we, we need to have people that, that love our country, that join the service. That are, The other thing, I think they need to grow and develop and, and learn about leadership and all the great things that allow you. It's, it's not about the day, it's about your future. So if you have any questions about the military, go to a recruiting stage, just sit down and, and talk to them. Uh, see what's available. You know, most of the people that go into the military come out with a, associates, a bachelor's, or a master's degree, depending on how long you stay in the military. But it's a great life. It's a great family life. And I guarantee you, if you go into the military, it'll change your life. Again, thanks for watching. Thanks to New Mind Studios, and of course, our presenting sponsors, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue Global, and USAA for, for all they do for our military. And as always, see you on the high ground. Hooah! You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.